mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for postmenopausal women or for men with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrands, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com find. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash find. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash find. ZipRecruiter.com slash find. Let's go! 
kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. Welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. Taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there. iHeart Radio app, TuneIn Radio app on our digital platforms. And what that guy said, where the truth will set you free. Of course, Nash FM 106.1 and also ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Anchor's our home base when it comes to our podcast, but our podcast is everywhere. It's on your favorite podcasting platform. And, of course, don't forget about our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Uh, great show today with Jude Young, and it always is. Uh, just a plethora of information with Jude Young of CrestedCitySports.com, the voice of UNO Athletics, and, of course, right here on 106.1 FM uh, with all access every Tuesday night. Uh, we covered Saints, we covered LSU, Tulane, Final Four, Pelicans, all on tap for you. If you didn't catch the show this afternoon at uh, 1 p.m., tonight, 6 o'clock on LAE, uh, 10 o'clock on The Deuce, WLA TV 2. Tomorrow, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock, LAE, 2 a.m. on The Deuce every Saturday morning, every Saturday afternoon on Pelican Sports Television at uh, 5 p.m. On the program today, uh, Gary Smith will join us at around 4.15, as he does most Thursdays. And we'll talk to him about Tulane and UNO. Uh, Kyle Mosley of SI Now will join us at uh, 4.35. We'll talk uh, maybe a little bit of Final Four with him, but we'll also concentrate on the Saints with him as well. And then Les East, award-winning journalist with CrestCitySports.com, uh, Saturday Down South where he covers the LSU Tigers. We'll, we'll talk a combination of, again, Saints, Final Four, and also um, LSU with a really an emphasis on Final Four. He's, he's down covering the Final Four right now. So that'll happen at 5.15. And it'll be you and I from, uh, again, uh, 5.35 all the way until the close of the program. Just a reminder, a programming note, tomorrow we are off for the William Grant family to still his fried extravaganza. That doesn't stop you from grabbing a William Grant product for the weekend now. Get out there and, again, enjoy a great William Grant product. But we are preempted by UNO Baseball tomorrow. Uh, so, again, uh, I won't see you guys until Monday at 4 o'clock. Today's program brought to you by my good friends over at the Oceana Family of Restaurants, a proud sponsor of this program for well over a decade. And, uh, look, it starts with the ownership. The Bader Brothers do a fantastic job in, in again, taking restaurants, re re revitalizing those restaurants, or, again, as they did in the French Quarter, taking two buildings and revitalizing those buildings uh, within the French Quarter. Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery uh, in, in the French Quarter. And, of course, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant uh, in uh, uh, in Metairie. So again, uh, when you're thinking about grabbing a bite to eat, especially again if you're down in the quarter for the Final Four, downtown for the Final Four, there's so much stuff going on. Head on again down to Oceana Grill, Mambo's, or New Orleans Cookery. And if you're in Metairie, don't forget about Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. This half hour brought to you by Oceana Grill. Set, oh, 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 I'm sorry, brought to you by Old New Orleans Cookery, pardon me. 205 Bourbon Street, open late, lunch and dinner, seven days a week. First of all, you walk in. Uh, if you want to you catch the sight and sounds of Bourbon Street, beautiful picture windows that overlook Bourbon Street. Uh, then if you head toward the back of the restaurant, there's a beautiful bar, a lot of seating, and then, of course, there's an authentic French Quarter courtyard where you'll be able to dine in, have some cocktails, beautiful by day, spectacular by night. And then, of course, 
two Bourbon Street balconies, not one, but two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining rooms. Now, these adjoining private rooms can be used for your next event. And what a, what a great place to have an event, right there in the 200 block of Bourbon Street, balconies overlooking Bourbon Street, private restroom as well. But again, if, if, they, if they're not using it for an event, then it's an overflow for the restaurant. So they bring you upstairs to, uh, to use that as well. So again, keep the lines down for, for, Old, for Old, uh, Old New Orleans cookery. Uh, first of all, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Uh, you've got uh, extraordinary cocktails from some of New Orleans, again, greatest mixologists. And then, of course, uh, you know, something for everyone on that menu. Uh, if you're looking for a place to be able to bring friends or family, maybe, again, it's date night. Maybe it's your first date. Maybe you're trying to close a deal. Think about Old New Orleans Cookery. Find out more at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. All right, um, well, I'll tell you what, a lot going on. We'll talk a lot about the second hour, uh, about what's happening uh, um, around town in terms of, again, the Final Fours here. The vibe is, is great in the city right now. Traffic's starting to pick up. You can see it already. Uh, you know, from the convention center uh, with, with, again, the Fan Fest uh, to Xavier, whether well, what tomorrow is the, is the three-point um, 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 the three point contest and also uh, the slam dunk contest. And then, of course, uh, the, the teams in town doing their practicing, uh, going in the dome, doing what they need to do. They had to kind of get get used to again the uh, the, um, the the cavernous dome in terms of a, you know a, a Final Four. Uh, those practices are are, are are really big time and necessary just to kind of get a feel if you're a shooter, you know, on, on the depth perception inside inside the building. And then, of course, what we're looking at is a blue blood Final Four. Uh, you know, Kansas Villanova kick it all off on on, sa- on Saturday afternoon. You finish up with Duke in North Carolina. Could be Coach. K's last game could be Coach K's last chance at a championship if he, if he gets into the finals. So, uh, big weekend for the city. Big weekend again for college basketball. And congratulations to Kim Mulkey, who is now the AP Coach of the Year in women's basketball. Again, taking LSU from nine wins to, a, to again, hosting a, um, uh, a regional uh, game here uh, up at the PMAC. Actually, two games in the, P- at the PMAC and just completely turning around uh, the LSU women's basketball program in no time at all. In no time at all. And much deserved. Look, it's, it's amazing what she was able to do in such a short time. And this is why I tell everybody right now, everybody's so worried about the LSU basketball program. And I'll just say this. Unless they make some serious changes to the transfer portal, which I have no, no, no problem with. I, they've got to get it under control. But the transfer portal grows both ways. I've said this over and over again. So especially in basketball, the opportunity to be able to put together a, a team very, very quickly uh, with, through the transfer portal is, is possible. You know, we've seen it. We've seen it in the NCAA tournament this past year where you've seen players that, again, that become part of a team and put the team over the top and get them into the NCAA tournament. So when you're looking at, at, at uh, what is it, Matt McMahon up at LSU trying to re- rebuild his program, when you're looking at the situation here in New Orleans uh, with UNO and, and, and also Tulane, that transfer portal, again, could, could, could be gold. Uh, for those programs to be able to augment the program and get you over the top, or again, when you're like LSU, where again there's a lot of defections going on right now, rebuilding that program very, very quickly. Uh, and of course, Kim Mulkey took advantage of that as well, uh, and in helping her again rebuild that LSU, that LSU women's basketball program. So, like I said before, a lot of people get upset about the, the transfer portal, and look, you lose some players, but to me, it swings both ways, and especially in basketball. You can move very, very quickly up the ladder by, again, again, strategically using that transfer portal to your advantage. All right, let's bring on uh, Gary Smith of the Wave Report, NOLA.com, Tom Spicune, the advocate. Uh, again, he covers Tulane uh, for those great, public, that great, those great publications, uh, all, all in one, of course. And then, of course, his, his, um, 
this website, The Wave Report, if you're, if you're a Tulane fan and you're not on The Wave Report, well, you know what, then you're getting everything secondhand. Uh, every new, every single morsel of information that comes out of Tulane University hits that, hits that website first. So if you're a Tulane fan, jump on The Wave Report. And, of course, Gary jumps on with us pretty much every Thursday. Gary, how are you? Doing good, Eric. Doing good. Gary, before we get started, tell folks how they can subscribe. Sure. Um, it's thewavereport.com, tulane.rivals.com. Um, the most comprehensive coverage of spring football practice. We'll get into that in a second, though. <laughs> um, that, that, that's, that, you'll, that you'll find anywhere. Um, and uh, it's about $8 a month. And uh, you're going to get information there that you literally don't get anywhere else. So uh, it, 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 it's, it's well worth the subscription just for that alone. No doubt. I mean, again, we're getting the information first. You're getting thorough. Uh, you're getting things that you'll never get in, get in, get in the paper online. Uh, so get out there if you're a Wave fan and be part of the Wave report. All right, um, let's get started. You know where I'm going first. I'm going, I'm going Tulane Spring. Uh, yeah. You've had a chance now to put eyeballs yeah. on this team uh, for a couple of weeks. Your synopsis, your thoughts. Yeah, well, first of all, I need to apologize, um, although it wasn't totally my fault. I've, I've had no eyeballs on them since our last call because they have not practiced since then. Okay. Um, their, their original schedule had them practicing on Saturday before spring break, which they have done in, in the past, but they ended up uh, canceling that practice to give the players some time off to get out of town before spring break. I actually went out to uh, the, the, the football stadium expecting to see a scrimmage Saturday morning, and there was nobody there. First, my first thought was that maybe they'd moved it to the Saints facility, but then I, I found out, no, there was, there was, there was no practice. So they're going to have to make up that practice um, down the road. They, they, they're taking off this whole week for spring break, and then they come back next Tuesday. They have two weeks left. Um, they've, had eight, they've got eight practices in the books, and they've got seven remaining, including the spring game, which will be um, – not, not um, two Saturdays from this next mm-hmm. one coming coming up, um, which which uh, it, it should be interesting. Tulane actually has better depth. That's one uh, one eyeball thing. Tulane does have better depth this year. Um, they've been able to run three deep at almost every position in, in in the spring, except for offensive line. That that that's helped with the reps. They haven't had the you know they, last year the wide receiver the few healthy wide receivers were pretty much exhausted about a third of the way through spring practice every day because they were having to run all the routes and there was nobody else that could replace. This year, Tulane has 10 scholarship players just um, on the spring roster and several other um, walk-ons at wide receiver. Um, and, and, and pretty much everywhere, they've got the depth that allows them to have higher quality practices than they did last spring. So, so that's a good start right off the bat. Depth is one thing. Quality of, 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 of the players. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen an uptick in terms of the quality of, of, of players that they brought in this time around? Certainly the guys from the transfer portal are going to help. I wouldn't say there's a dramatic in- increase. I don't know if the freshman class that Tulane signed, obviously only a couple of those guys are, are, are practicing right now, um, is going to make a, a, a huge uptick for, for, for the fall. But, I mean, again, we, we've talked about them before, but Ashad uh, Clayton, Clayton is going to be a huge factor at, at running back. He could, I mean, he's got a lot of – there's a lot of depth Tulane has at running back, but I would think it would end up with him being – did it being uh, Tajay Spears and him one two at, at running back, and that'd be quite the the one two punch for for opponents to deal with. And, and, and Patrick Jenkins on the on the defensive line is almost certainly going to be a starter in the interior, which is exactly what Tulane needed after Jeffrey Johnson left for for Oklahoma. I have not seen a whole lot yet out of the the two receivers, that, and that's obviously a huge position of need. Um, McDougal, the transfer from Maryland, who who, who played with uh, Michael Pratt in high school in in Miami, and uh, um, and and Lawrence Keys um, from from Notre Dame. 
have not seen them do a whole lot in the four spring practices I've seen to, to this point, because they did move a lot of them to the Saints indoor facility because of expected rain, which, which weren't open, but, uh, but still plenty of time for those guys to develop. But the, but the two guys that I wrote the feature on last week, Ashad Clayton and Patrick Jenkins, those guys alone make Tulane a better mm-hmm. football team than if they didn't have them. Yeah. Let's shift to baseball. We got a chance to see Tulane versus UNO this week in, in the uh, Pelican Cup with, again, UNO uh, uh, routing Tulane. Um, yeah. Just give me your thoughts, first of all, on Tulane. They've had some really big wins. They've had some embarrassing losses. Yeah, that one, I moved back to New Orleans in 2008, Eric, and that is the worst baseball game that I've seen Tulane play in, in the time that I've been back in New Orleans. It was, I called it, in my game story, I called it a UNO explosion and the Tulane implosion. Tulane had six errors, as Travis Jewett pointed out after the game. They, they probably should have been. It was generous scoring. They at least should have had two more, which would have tied the school record uh, of eight. And they had maybe more mental errors than, than physical errors in the game. It was really an embarrassing performance all the way around. Tulane, I mean, you think at some point now they hang out. Tulane beat UNO last year. They only played once. They only played once the year before. But UNO had absolutely dominated the series in the few years before that. Obviously, the players on this Tulane team were not really involved in all of that but at some point you would think they would they would they would be motivated for that game and, and they, they went out there they had no life they had no energy and they looked like they didn't consider it that important a game and that's just that's ridiculous i mean like, it, it, it's hard to explain uno the exact opposite they were coming off a very disappointing um southland opening series um against northwestern state where they almost got swept they they, they rallied in the ninth inning to win the first game and then, then lost the next two and they came out incredibly motivated They've got a lot of talent in their hitting lineup this year, and they just smacked Tulane right from the get-go. Um, Tulane's three strikeouts in the first inning when Tulane was batting. UNO scores three runs and w- was off to the races, and it, it was essentially a mismatch. Blake Dean is now 6-0 and against Tulane in home games since he became UNO's coach. That's a pretty impressive stat, and it tells you how much they take this game seriously. And uh, But, but for Forget the, even the city rivalry. Tulane can't afford to lose games like that if they want to get to a regional. And it was just it was just a bad performance all the way around. The only the only bright spot is that it doesn't that for, for regional purposes it doesn't matter whether you lose five to four or a hundred to one. It's just one game, and Tulane has proven that their upside is a lot better than it was on that night. But it, but it, but it's, it's clearly a concern for this team um, going into their conference play they open at memphis this weekend and uh as travis jewett said it's just it's like the ebbs and flows just some sometimes it just doesn't mm-hmm. look like any he, he's not absolving himself by the way he knows it's his job to get them motivated sure. but some game, some games doing just doesn't look motivated that and it, 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 it's hard to figure because this team has a lot of talent they've got more hitting talent than they've had at any time in Travis Jewett's era. Now, T.O. Banks, one of their star freshmen, has been out with a thumb injury. He probably won't be back until mid-April. He can make a difference. But they've got two guys hitting over 400. Um, they've got Luis Aviles hitting 350. Um, they, they've got the players. They just, just some days, they just don't show up. And, and they got to figure out that problem real fast. What about UNL? Yeah, as, like I said, yeah. Their concern is they don't have much pitching depth. 
Their problem all year long has been that they have not been able to get from their starting pitchers to their closer. Um, when they bring their other guys in, they've been shelled a lot this year. But um, if they, it, but if Blake Dean can can get a handle on that, he's got a really good lineup. I mean, Anthony Heron Jr. just destroyed Tulane. He went five for, he he got on base all six times. He scored five runs. Um, he, he he was just he was, he had a couple of doubles. He had a home run. He was just absolutely terrific. Um, Pierce Howard, who's been there for four years, also a home run, two singles. He was terrific. Um, but just the top of their lineup is is dangerous. Amani Larry at second has had a really good year too. He's a he's he's a newcomer on the roster. Um, to me, for the eye test, this is the most talented team that, that that Blake Dean has had certainly from from a hitting perspective. But they too, he said, some games they don't show up. Hitting wise, they've had some games where they really got shut down, and that's where they have to fix. If they can fix that issue, if they can get a little better pitching depth, they have a real chance to win the Southland Conference this year. Um, and and boy, I guess they wish Tulane was in the Southland. <laughs> yeah, they, they 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 dominate Tulane, and uh, it, it's um and and you can just tell how motivated they are each each time they play. Um, they 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 had a fun time at the vault at Maestri Field on Tuesday night. That's for sure. I can't let you get away without asking you about the final four here in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Uh, Villanova, obviously, t- you know, taking on Kansas uh, in, in the first of, again, the, the Blue Blood final four. And then, of course, Duke and North Carolina in the night, nightcap. Break, break the games down for me. Yeah, it's an, awesome, it's an awesome final four for New Orleans. Every final four that New Orleans has hosted has been incredibly memorable, all five of them to, the, to this point. And you got to figure that with the North Carolina-Duke matchup, It'll be the same this year. I, honestly, I'm still a little chapped about Houston losing to Villanova because I had picked Houston to win right. the national championship before the mm-hmm. tournament started. And then they went one, then they held Villanova to 27% shooting, 27% shooting, and still lost the game because they went one for 20 from three point shooting. I've never heard, I don't think I've ever heard of a team going one for 20 from three point range. Uh, I'm a little concerned about Villanova because with a less than a minute left in their Houston game, their second leading scorer went down with a, with a, with a, um, a torn Achilles, and oh, they only played seven guys in that entire game they don't have much depth so i I have a hard time i I love jay wright he's a great coach they play hard but i have a hard time seeing villanova getting by kansas so i think it's going to be kansas versus the winner of the north carolina duke game i saw duke play gonzaga at the very beginning of the year and that night it looked to me like duke was the best team in the country they never looked like that again in the entire regular season through the acc tournament they're back to playing like that their freshmen are playing like superstars again they got waxed by North Carolina on senior day in Mike Krzyzewski's final home game. I just can't – North Carolina's playing really well right now, but Duke is the more talented team, and mm-hmm. I think they've got even more motivation to, to not send Coach K out with a, a, a loss to North Carolina, which would kind of be a nightmare scenario for the program. So I, 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 I have Duke playing Kansas in the national championship game. And, I, again, I think Duke's talent wins out. That, not a lot. Kansas is a very good team. But yes, to me, of the four teams in the final four – Duke is the most talented team, and the way they're playing right now. I mean, I think I think one of their games against Texas Tech led the nation in defensive efficiency categories, and I believe Duke shot seventy-one percent in the second half against Texas Tech to win a very tough game. I I, I think Duke is going to be um, cutting down the nets when this whole thing is over. But I, I, I think I think Kansas, Duke, and North Carolina all have a shot. Again, with Villanova compromised with with the injury, I I. I, I have a hard time seeing them being able to win it all this time. Yeah. 
um, no matter what, it, it's it's an incredible Final Four for it New is. Orleans, and the, the, just the, the storylines are in, are really again engaging, <laughs> yeah. even for maybe somebody that's not a big college basketball fan. Yeah, I, I'm no no question. And look, college basketball is nationally is just not as big as it was 15, 20 years ago. Um, most of the <laughs> after one year, the best players are already in in the NBA. That that's just a that's just a fact. Um, but this. This is a storyline that the casual fans, North Carolina Duke, not much more needs to be said except when it's Coach K's last year with a very talented team and a North Carolina team that was a number eight seed that then got on a roll. That's just that there's so many storylines coming out of that game that, that, that anybody should be interested. Even if you don't, even, I mean, a lot of people hate Duke, a lot of people don't like Krzyzewski, but North Carolina Duke, you can't go wrong with that matchup. Yeah. Of course, Caleb Daniels, former Tulane player, is with Villanova. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a loss for the for the Tulane program, but he's playing pretty well for Villanova right now. Boy, what a perfect fit! I mean, he was a he was he was a valedictorian at St. Augin High School, mm-hmm. and Villanova they play a very cerebral brand of basketball in a game that, quite frankly, was almost impossible to watch. Their game against Houston because nobody could make a shot. He hit a bunch of shots early. He scored seven points in about the first five minutes as Villanova took an early lead that, that Houston was never able to overcome. Um, he's he's just a perfect fit for Villanova because everybody on their team is heady, um, knows how to play basketball, plays good defense. He does all of those things. I'm, it's really, I'm really happy for him because um, last time we saw him in New Orleans, he was having a great year for a Mike Dunleavy team that went 0-18 in yes. the American Athletic Conference. He went from that to the final four at Villanova, um, um, he, he deserved everything he's gotten. Yep, not bad at all. We appreciate your time each and every week. Tell the folks once again how they can follow you on social media, what you got coming up for us in the paper and online, how folks can uh, subscribe to your, your site. Sure. Um, my Twitter account, at Smith, G-U-E-R, Smith, that's, that's where breaking news appears appears first. Um, I, I actually just posted a feature on, on, on one of Tulane's outstanding freshmen in baseball, Jackson Lynn. Um, he's hitting over 400, and he hadn't even scratched the surface of his potential. So that's why I still want to pump – hit the brakes on the people who just who just deserted the team and think there's nothing going in the right direction after that debacle against UNO. They didn't used to have players like Jackson Lynn in the program a few years ago. Um, so NOLA.com, that's up on this website right now. And again, as we talked about at the beginning of the show, um, my Rivals website, Tulane.Rivals.com, TheWaveReport.com, um, the most comprehensive coverage of spring football you'll get anywhere. No doubt. Thank you for your time, my friend. We'll check in with you next week. Thanks for having me on. Gary Smith, again, Wave Report, NOLA.com, Advocate Picayune. Uh, give him a follow at Garrett Smith on Twitter. All right. Um, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. I'm talking generators. That's right, generators. Uh, we're not that far away from um, from hurricane season. And uh, if you're looking for a generator for your home or your business, and, you know, we live in New Orleans, right? So the power can go out at any time. Uh, why don't you contact my friends at Burkhardt? They'll come out, do a consultation with you, find out what you're looking for in terms of a generator for your home or your business. They won't hard sell you. They'll educate you on, on what the options are. And then if you come to an agreement, they'll put you on the, on the calendar for a single-day install. The single-day install on the calendar before was when we get the generators in, the generators are in now. So they've got, a, they've got again, generators at their, um, 
uh, at their compound on, 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 in, in Mandeville, ready to be installed in your home or your business. Uh, financing is available for the generators. You can pay that over time. And then, of course, new install quality check after one month. Hey, that's what Burkhardt does uh, with everything that they install in your home or your business as part of their customer service pledge. And then 24-7, 365 emergency service on your generator when you need help. With a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need for your generator. No excuses. They get you up and running. Generator sales and service, that's their business. ACPromise.com. That's Burkhart. ACPromise.com. Here's what's happening at 1061 Nash Icon. Hey, it's Chase Adams. Join 1061 Nash Icon from 10 till noon this Saturday as we broadcast live from the grand reopening of your Picayune Tractor Supply Store at 2320 Highway 43 South, just off 559 up in Picayune. Come check out their grand reopening sale going on. We'll have some goodies to give away, plus we'd love to meet you. Come see us this Saturday, 10 till noon, broadcasting live from the grand reopening of your Picayune Tractor Supply Store, 2320 Highway 43 South in Picayune, Mississippi, with 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Discover. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. And that's why Discover matches all of the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Look out for an accident blocking the left lane on 10 eastbound at Williams. And be mindful of delays on 10 eastbound from Loyola to the airport. Delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. Look out for delays on 10 westbound from St. Bernard to Canal. And delays pick back up on 10 westbound from Bonneville to the airport. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are solid right at Canal Boulevard. And on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Ponchi Expressway. Your delays are going to stretch from Stump Boulevard to the Claiborne Earhart exit. Look out for delays on the westbound side of the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit and delays pick back up on the West Bank Expressway along the westbound side from Ames Boulevard to Avondale. If you're traveling on the 310 going southbound, delays are solid from just before St. Rose to the Luling Hornville exit. And look out for accidents. Chef at Congress, also Magazine at Audubon, Poydras at Loyola, and South Robertson at Jefferson. I'm Ed Robinson, broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. This is Eric Asher. Have you noticed that it's more and more common these days that products are hard to find or even sold out? Well, I'm here to tell you that air conditioning equipment doesn't have to be one of those things. The folks at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating take your comfort seriously. And that means they keep the product on hand so when your AC breaks, they got a replacement ready. So never wait. Never worry. When you need help, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. 
Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. The YMCA is just a starting line. For the true self blooms only when we find our purpose, what makes us tick below the surface. My why is diversity in unity, a safe space in my community, living with sincerity, giving every day my everything. With my why, I stand strong, seen and supported all along. It's a million faces in a mirror and everyone belongs. Find your why. Learn more at ymca.org for a better us. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Bobby Abreu's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted number one restaurant in memory by TripAdvisor. Folks, you need to get over there. A, a weekend like this is perfect, right? you got the final four on. Uh, again, you get your friends, family together, go grab a, a table, grab a booth. You know, again, they got uh, got incredible beers on top. The mixologists are mixing some fantastic drinks. The menu is fantastic. Again, something for everyone. You know, it's Cajun Creole cuisine, but it's more than that. There's something for everyone on this on this menu. And then, like I said, TV's everywhere. Over 30 television screens all over the restaurant. Look, they even have a back room uh, that, that, again, they, they utilize to be able to um, have your next event. Man, get, get a bunch of friends and family together. Take the back room. Um, it's Bobby Abear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant unique. It's a perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Uh, in between games, walk around. It's like a museum. I mean, I'm telling you, the memorabilia is second to none. Things, some things that you, you look at, you say, Wait a how did they get that? But again, it, it, it's, it's that enticing. And then, of course, the food, absolutely incredible. Hey, you can find out more at BobbyAbears.com. They're open seven days a week. They're open late. Lunch and dinner, 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Look, I say it all over again. Over and over every week, New Orleans is not a 24-hour town anymore. We don't have restaurants that stay open past 9, 10 o'clock. But you know what? The Oceana Family restaurants are open late. Open late, sometimes at 1, 2 in the morning, depending on which restaurant you're, you're attending. So looking for late-night food, looking for any time great food, try again one of the Oceana Family restaurants. How about Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant? 4101 Veterans of Lake Villa? So good. Yeah, you're right. All right. I want to thank Gary Smith for joining us from the Wave Report and Old.com, the Times Picayune. Now, uh, Kyle Mosley joins us again from uh, uh, SI Now. And uh, Kyle, welcome back to the show. Good to have you, my friend. How are you today? Oh, uh, I'm great, Eric. How you doing, sir? Doing great, doing great. Great to have you. First of all, let, 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 I want to get into some Saints with you, but because it is Final Four week here in New Orleans, I want to get your take on on, on the uh, national semifinals, and then ultimately again, who will be in the finals? First of all, Duke, Kansas. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Kansas and Villanova. Your thoughts on the first game? Oh man, that's going to be a classic. I, I think all of these uh, blue bloods, <laughs> so to speak, are going to have a great weekend of basketball in New Orleans. I have to go with Kansas on this one. I think Villanova is a good team, well-coached team as well, but I just still still have that feeling that Kansas is going to pull it out. 
Uh, so I have to go with those guys, uh, Mr. Self and his uh, his Jayhawk. Of course, Duke and North Carolina in the in the nightcap. Your thoughts? Well, man, that's going to be very very contentious, right? Um, you would love to see Coach K get to the finals. I think Hubert Davis and his his crew is just going to be too much for them in the end. So I'm going with uh, the North Carolina guys. Wouldn't that be something that uh, both of Roy Williams's teams are going to be yeah. in the final, uh, the Carolina and the Jayhawks, and battle it out for the national championship? Yeah, that would be amazing to see him in the stands on which way he's going, right? Yeah, uh, that's yeah, something I hadn't thought of, but that's a great point. That's a great yeah. point. Uh, no matter what, the storyline, as I told Gary Smith before you came on, our previous guest, the storylines for this Final Four are, are incredible. Uh, the, the Blue Bloods coming in, which is normally not something that I pull for, but because of, right. again, um, you know, the, the, being in this city at this time, and this, and, you know, with post-pandemic, and, and the shot in the arm that we need in, in terms of tourism, uh, the fact that this, this, uh, this city is now going to be on display for the, not just the, the, the national media, but the international media. We can't buy the type of advertising we're going to get you know, over, the, over this week and then really into the weekend. Uh, you know, again, the Blue Blood um, uh, Final Four will put more eyes on it, uh, you know, again, because of the storylines and because of the recognizable uh, universities that are there. Yeah, man, look, that's a great point, Eric. I mean, think about it. You have the Final Four that's going on on Monday. Uh, what well, you got Saturday and then Monday, right? And sandwiched right in between, a lot of people are not recognizing this, it's going to be the HBCU All-Star game. It's a basketball yep. game, 24 young men who's going to be at the Lakefront Arena. So it's going to be a great weekend of basketball all around for the New Orleans area, and our city can't be more well-represented. Are you reading my show sheet? Because that's where I was going next. Because, again, <laughs> you are on the forefront of covering, covering HBCUs. Uh, again, you, you make a point to be able to keep that to the forefront in everyone's mind. And talk a little bit about that All-Star game. Man, this All-Star game is going to be head up. It's the, the first one for Coach Travis Williams. He uh, – was the previous uh, Tennessee state coach. Uh, he also had a, a couple other stints in the SWAC. But Coach Williams has put together a combine for these young men. He's put together some community activities throughout the week for them as well. And, but you have 24 young men from uh, SWAC, MEAC, SIAC, as well as the CIAA uh, that will be participating. You have four coaches that will be participating as well uh, that have previous experience in HBCU sports. But it's just a great weekend, great first of its t- uh, kind. Uh, Athletic is a major sponsor. Uh, AT&T is a major sponsor. And CBS will be hosting the event live at 3 p.m. in uh, the uh, UNO Lakefront Arena. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a great weekend, man. And uh, I think – when you look at that event just by itself, uh, how it's going to be able to bring attention to some of the great basketball players that come from HBCU colleges, like we had the inaugural uh, Legacy Bowl with Doug Williams and James yes. Jack Harris earlier this year. New Orleans is is just showcasing their, their ability to host some uh, historical events, but also showcasing 
that we can be able to host some of the best events as, as far as sports is concerned in the whole world. Yeah, well, again, I was going to ask that question. We did. We had the Legacy Bowl, obviously, for football. You've got this all-star game for basketball. Any chance we'll see maybe a, an all-star baseball game here for HBCUs maybe in the summer or, or as we get finished the spring? You know what? They have the Black College World Series, and mm-hmm. most of the times that's either in Alabama or in Georgia. So um, that's a good point. Let me check on that for you. Well, you know, I knew, I knew in the beginning of the season, I think out at Barrow, uh, that uh, the Major League Baseball has a uh, uh, has an inaugural game with HBCUs. We've had that for a few years out there to kick the season off, but I was wondering about the end of the season. Yeah, yeah, uh, good good point. I, I think the Black College Series is uh, located elsewhere, um, but, you know, if New Orleans can do it and showcase it, let's try to bring it to uh, Louisiana, Amen. right? I'm I'm right there with you, uh, and of course anybody that goes to the um, All Star Game over the weekend on Saturday will have a chance to be able to be again. Hogs for the cause is right there and right behind the UNO Lakefront Arena. So not only again will you be able to have a great basketball game, but it got some great great food right out there as well. So uh, you know again oh, you yeah. get a little bit of a of a, of a, a double dip for you if you want so to speak. Yeah, you're talking just you, you you're barking up my tree there, Eric. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with a little barbecue and basketball. That's for sure, that's, no doubt. That's right, definitely, definitely. Let's talk some Saints. Twenty-one point two million dollars under the cap. It's the fifth highest in the NFL right now. Uh, what do you say to fans that are, are impatient now? That feel like again, this team should be uh, out there uh, trying to bring in weapons uh, for Jameis Winston, filling some of the holes again now with the with the uh, with the, the retirement of Malcolm Jenkins at that safety position, Toronto Armstead moving on to Miami at the, again the left tackle position, and again of course you know the most important which which a lot of people myself included feel is, is again surrounding Jameis Winston with weapons. What, what, what will you say to those that are saying, man, the Saints are sure being methodical, taking their time at a time when they really maybe need to be moving a little bit quicker? Yeah, patience is a virtue, right? And New Orleans Saints fans have really never been very patient. <laughs> Let's be honest. Uh, we, we, I guess after all of the years that we were waiting for a championship team, we finally got it, but some of the younger guys don't realize how uh, we went through and weathered through a lot of terrible teams, right, Eric? Um, oh, but yeah. When you look at this Saints team, and uh, I was looking at um, who should we pick for number 18, and my my pick was the young man from Alabama, Jamison uh, Williams, right? And I was doing this with the rest of the Saints news crew. Yes. The thing is, we have Michael Thomas, who's returning. You have Deontay Harris. You have uh, Traquan Smith, who's returning as well. And you have Marquez Callaway. So you will have your wide receiving core. But you also have to think about the contingency, just in case there's injury and things of that nature. I think there's going to be another wave of free agency that uh, the Saints can be able to choose if they want to bring in another weapon as far as a uh, veteran wide receiver. Uh, usually th- these teams, especially after the draft, they start to make more shakeups and they start to let some more team, uh, some of these players go uh, because of cap issues, especially after what June 1st. So I mm-hmm. would be 
right now kind of uh, being more patient. And I think that's what Mickey Loomis and those guys are doing, just trying to mm-hmm. see how the market is playing out. So, some of the market right now has gotten very expensive, right, uh, to be able to bring in some uh, weapons as they are clamoring for. But there's some very good young uh, wide receivers that's in this draft. Uh, Chris uh, Alave uh, from um, mm-hmm. Ohio State is another one that the Saints are considering, I'm pretty sure. I think they, they went up there to, to his pro day. So I, I would really say, hey, look, calm down. We've we got some talent that's in this draft. If you want to have a young guy that you can be able to groom and bring along, let's try to get those guys. Because I really believe that Michael Thomas, if we get him back, 100% healthy, he's a, a dangerous weapon within himself, right? So, um, and you have veteran leadership and talent. Traquan Smith, you can say what you want, but he's one of the best blocking t- uh, wide receivers that we have. And at times he has showed up in spurts. I think he just missed Michael Thomas this year. I think all of them did because there was not one of those guys who was really a true number one wide receiver. Let's talk about um... – uh, Taysom Hill now, his role will be more of the jack-of-all-trades. He'll be at the F tight end. Your thoughts about, again, him not, no longer being a quarterback, although I do believe they will run that quarterback power. I don't think they're going to abandon that. Yeah, you, you've got to really think you can't abandon all of his uh, skill set, right? And if there's a trick play here or there, you, you have to be able to utilize Taysom's abilities and his skill set. Look, Taysom, in a lot of ways, we don't really know what's going to happen with Alvin Kamara. We don't know what's happening, if there's going to be any type of legal issues or uh, suspensions down the line. Could Taysom also be a part of that running back core with Mark Ingram, right? Uh, That's something to really consider there. Uh, he's one of the faster guys. He's elusive. But as a tight end, I think he's a matchup problem for some of those linebackers as well as those nickel safeties against him. So I, I like the the position that they have Taysom Hill. And I know he's a team player and I, I would love to say that he's fully bought, bought in, but I know when we were talking to him a couple of years ago, he really had his mindset on being the New Orleans Saints starting quarterback. Right. And, um, but still believe that you put Taysom anywhere on the field as an offensive weapon, he's a nightmare uh, for the defense. Your thoughts about the Saints signing Andy Dalton to a one-year contract, $3 million, could be as high as $6 million depending on incentives as the backup quarterback with Jameis Winston. He made some really uh, in- intriguing contact comments today uh, about, again, why he chose New Orleans. Yeah, um, I didn't get a chance to sit in on the presser, uh, but I could tell you this. I love the pick. I love getting him in into New Orleans, Big Red. Uh, I always thought very highly of him as what he's been able to contribute as an NFL player. Uh, look what he did in Cincinnati. He was a, uh, um, you know, he got them to the playoffs. He was able to uh, win for those guys. He just didn't have a good supporting cast a lot of times on the other side as far as defense is concerned. Um, I know he's a veteran. He has the ability to be able to come in 
in case Jameis is not going to be fully healthy at the start of the season. So you have somebody who's capable of playing that backup role. Uh, last season was a really uh, jarring. Uh, it, it really hit us hard that we, once we lost Jameis in week uh, against Tampa Bay, and there was not really a consistency after him, right? You know, you tried Trevor, you tried Taysom, but it wasn't that consistency that really prevented the Saints from getting into the playoff system, in my opinion. So I think having somebody like Andy Dalton to come in and has kind of sure up that backup position is going to really help the New Orleans Saints. He gives you a little leeway uh, here and there, but I, he's not going to be the starter, in my opinion. Uh, I think all in all, I like Andy Dalton. If he wants to be a starter, it's not going to be here in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Final question for you. i got about a minute and a half. Uh, your, your thoughts on the retirement of Malcolm Jenkins? Sad. Sad. And the reason why I'm saying it's sad because Malcolm was my very first New Orleans Saints player that I ever interviewed. Really? And, okay. Yeah, yeah man. And uh, Malcolm was such a gracious person uh, to, to listen and be there and support efforts. He's a, a man about helping the community. Uh, I know he spent a lot of time in Philly helping their community, but he's also done a tremendous job with the scholarships that he's provided for a lot of, I think, over 100-plus kids here in the New Orleans area as well. So, yeah, it's going to be sad to lose his leadership as well as his community presence. Uh, yeah, look, there's no doubt he's been a, 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 a big time uh, give back in terms of the community. And, of course, uh, again, a guy that um, uh, has had a couple stints here. Uh, although I will say that I thought his better, I thought his best football was with Philadelphia. Uh, I think they, they got him early and, and he was learning in the game and they got him late when, again, maybe his skills were diminishing. But, uh, right. again, when he was at Philadelphia, he was one of the best safeties in, in, in all the NFL. Look, man, he he defended more passes since 2015 than any other safety in the game. I think he is at over 120. The closest Mm -hmm. next person was, what, 90? So, yeah, Malcolm was great, and he was physical. And, uh, yeah, we're going to miss his leadership in that locker room. In that locker room, there's no doubt. Between him and Armstead walking again, uh, uh, losing Peyton, uh, is a big part of that leadership, no doubt. Tell us about your site. Tell us about what you got going on, going on again um, uh, with with uh, with uh, SI now, and of course the the Saints news. Also, again, how folks can follow you on social media. Yeah, definitely. And uh, again, appreciate you having me on, Eric. You can follow us at Saints News on Twitter. You can also go to si.com forward slash NFL forward slash Saints to be able to find us there. You can also find me at HBCU Legends on. Sports Illustrated, as well as now I'm the managing editor of the New Orleans Pelicans site, the Pelican Scoop for Sports yep. Illustrated as well. Got Chris Dotson working with you, right? Yeah, got Chris Dotson, and we're about to bring on to have a new guy that we're announcing tomorrow. So we have a, a good team that we are assembling. So, hey, check us out. Yep, no doubt about it. Always great to have you on the program. Have a great weekend. We'll talk soon. Hey, thank you. Take care. Kyle Mosley, again, uh, with us uh, here. here in, uh, again, New Orleans native, by the way. Let me say that. Let me get that out the way. New Orleans native. All right. Um, 
You listen to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. I don't care where you live. If you need help with your AC system, if you need to get it, get it serviced, if, again, it, 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 it conks out on, you need help, think Burkhardt. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home and your business. And, of course, uh, Nate Certified Technicians are only doing the work that's necessary for a company you can truly trust. doesn't matter what type of system you have. They're authorized to service all brands. They, again, they'll sell you some of the top brands in the industry. It's Burkhardt. acpromise.com. acpromise.com. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency. So we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com. Oceana Grill, Bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Are you ready for the stifling New Orleans heat this year? Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my AC ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. With 30 years in the business, they really know what they're doing, and they can work on any AC system on the market. Burkhardt gets your system running right. They can find and fix the problems before you really need that AC this year. Schedule your tune-up now with Burkhardt at acpromise.com. acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors. About bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forest Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. The YMCA is just a starting line for the true self blooms only when we find our purpose, what makes us tick below the surface. My why is diversity and unity, a safe space in my community, living with sincerity, giving every day my everything. With my why, I stand strong, seen and supported all along. It's a million faces in a mirror and everyone belongs. Find your why. Learn more at ymca.org for a better us. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com find. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. 
That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash find. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash find. ZipRecruiter.com slash find. It's the 50th annual Ponchatoula Strawberry Festival at Memorial Park in Ponchatoula, April 8th, 9th, and 10th. The largest free festival in the South will feature the biggest and most delicious strawberries in the world, grown by local farmers, plus live music and games. Visit nonprofit food booths and enjoy the parade Saturday morning, April 9th. Enjoy the rides on the huge Midway. The 50th annual Ponchatoula Strawberry Festival, April 8th, 9th, and 10th at Memorial Park in Ponchatoula, Louisiana. Sponsored by Cumulus Media. All right, welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I want to thank our guests, Gary Smith, Kyle Mosley, in the first hour. Uh, Les East, award-winning journalist, will join us at uh, 5.15 in the second hour. Uh, today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, and the Hideout Bar. All will be open throughout the, uh, the Final Four, and all are open late. Get out there and enjoy a great meal at one of the Oceana Family of Restaurants. All right, we'll be right back with hour number two for you. Don't go anywhere. candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash find. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash find. ZipRecruiter.com slash find. Hey, Ray Maliazzi here. Have you ever cooked a really fine gourmet meal? Yeah, me neither. <laughs> but I'm told it all comes down to the ingredients. And when I need ingredients to improve my car, the place I go is eBay Motors. Whether you roasted your last transmission, graded your current floor mats, or pureed your side view mirror on a lamppost, eBay Motors has the right parts at the right prices. 122 million of them. And by the way, if you recently fired up your grill, don't worry, eBay Motors has grills too. eBay Motors, let's ride. Where are those receipts? Tax day is nearly here. And Chanel is stressing. Why do I always wait to the last minute? Her small business needs a bookkeeper to crunch some big numbers. All these spreadsheets make my head spin. None of this adds up. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply.
Stick to the truth is what you're good at. Hour number two of Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. Our digital platforms. Uh, iHeart Radio app. TuneIn Radio app. On the World Wide Web at Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com. Taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there. Certainly appreciate you tuning into the program. Whether you're doing it over the airwaves at 106.1, maybe on the World Wide Web or on our digital platforms. Or again, on our podcast, we're on the Anchor Podcast, but our podcast is everywhere on your favorite podcasting platform. So if you're listening to the podcast, thank you so much for doing so. Certainly appreciate it. Remember our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. And, of course, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week features Jude Young of right here on 106.1 FM, All Access, CrestCitySports.com, and the voice of UNO Athletics. Uh, did a great job, as always. I mean, he's just a plethora of information. Um, if you missed us today, at Thursday, every Thursday at 1 o'clock, you can check it out tonight, 6 o'clock on LAE, 10 o'clock on The Deuce. Tomorrow at 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, then 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. I will have the show up this evening. Uh, you know, sometimes there's a delay in getting that show, so we'll have that show up this evening uh, on our social media platforms. Uh, shortly after the uh, the podcast is posted uh, on our uh, on our podcasting platforms. All right, again, thanks to Gary Smith in the, uh, for the, being with us the first hour, along with Kyle Mosley. Les East is um, just a few minutes away from uh, joining us on the program from CrestedSports.com, and, and and also uh, again Saturday Down South award-winning journalist. Uh, and today's program is brought to you by my good friends at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. We've told you about Old New Orleans Cookery. We've told you about Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant. We'll tell you a little bit about Mambo's in the, in the next segment, but Oceana Grill, the mothership, the one that started it all off, um, voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for Everyday Dining by TripAdvisor. Uh, voted as one of the top restaurants in the French Quarter by TripAdvisor. Bourbon and Conti in the French Quarter, they're open seven days a week for you. One of those restaurants that's open late, all the way until 1 a.m. They open at 8 a.m. all the way to 1 a.m. 8 a.m. until, uh, until 1 p.m. is their breakfast um, service. 10 a.m. until 4 p.m. is lunch. And then 4 p.m. until 1 a.m. and maybe a little bit later is, is the dinner service. So, look, first of all, home in New Orleans, best breakfast. Uh, if you're going to be in the quarter for the Final Four, having folks coming in from out of town, maybe during the Easter holiday, get on over to Oceana and enjoy a great breakfast. With the overlap between breakfast and lunch, again, there's something for everyone on the menu. But I promise you, 
It's more than just eggs, grits, sausage, bacon, and pancakes, okay, which, again, is some of my favorites. Uh, if you want to go out and enjoy, again, a real New Orleans breakfast, some crepes, world-famous crepes, etc., get on over there and enjoy the great breakfast at Oceana. Uh, then, of course, lunch and dinner service. Uh, the cocktail's amazing, absolutely amazing with some of New Orleans' greatest mixologists uh, that are whipping up some fantastic cocktails for you. Uh, the menu uh, Cajun Creole cuisine, but again, so much more uh, from, again, a great burger to, again, barbecue ribs. I mean, the steak. I mean, look, I'm telling you, you if you have a finicky eater that, that, again, that you're looking to get a restaurant with, so everybody can find something they like, it's Oceana Grill. Uh, you can dine in an authentic French, French Quarter Courtyard, beautiful by day, spectacular by night. They've got not one, not two, not three, not four, but five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for your next event. And let Oceana put on an event for you. Uh, between, again, the incredible food they'll bring out, cocktails, and then the service, which is second to none, because uh, the folks that work there, uh, again, they love what they do, and it shows, and especially, again, when you get into a, a private party with the Oceana crew, man, you're going to be all right. There ain't no doubt about that. Also, again, uh, it's family-friendly. The... the uh, Courtyard is dog friendly. Uh, you can uh, you can uh, come in and, and maybe have your first date. Uh, maybe again you're you're uh, trying to close a business deal. Maybe it's just time for you and, and your and your significant other just to get away and to go get a great meal. Try that at Oceana Grill. Again, easy to find. Oceanagrill.com is where you can find the full menu and everything you need to know about Oceana Grill. But as you're walking down Bourbon Street, Bourbon in Contact just steps off Bourbon Street. So the beautiful thing about that is whether you're having your next event at Oceana or you're having a meal. You steps off Bourbon Street and, of course, all the fun and reverie. Uh, it's Oceana Grill. It's the best time off Bourbon Street. Open 8 a.m. until 1 a.m. daily. And, yeah, I'll say it again. If you tell me you can't get a late meal in New Orleans uh, anymore, I'll tell you again, look up the Oceana family of restaurants. Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookie, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, all open late. All right, uh, do we have a less? Okay, well, we, do we have less? Rudy? Okay, Zach, with you. Hey, Les, how are you, bud? Les East, uh, award-winning journalist with CrestedSports.com. Saturday Down South joins us on the program on a very, very busy week for, for Les, by the way, covering LSU, co- covering the Pelicans, uh, you know, the Saints, what's going on, and, of course, the Final Four as well. Really appreciate your time today, bud. Uh, glad to be here. And uh, as a matter of fact, I'm uh, in the uh, Superdome where we've had some uh, interviews today with the four schools participating in the Final Four this weekend. First of all, what's the vibe? Uh, you know, again, when you're down in it, you're in that, 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 uh, the dome, how it's been configured. I want to ask the first, the vibe, and then I want to get into the configuration of the dome. But what's the vibe you're getting about uh, come the, the, the Final Four back in New Orleans? Oh, very positive. Uh, some of the coaches uh, today uh, went out of their way to talk about that. Jay Wright of Villanova said this has always been one of his favorite places to come, even though he's never brought a team here. For the final four before he has uh, come here for ncaa tournaments and he's come here for uh the coaches convention uh in conjunction with the final four and has uh always enjoyed it and he's glad to be here with his team even though he won't be able to see the sights as much as he would have in previous visits uh mike krzyzewski said complimented the the way the dome looks and it does look great on the outside and the inside and you know, he told his players just to uh, take a moment before they started practice today to just kind of look around at the Dome and, and recognize the opportunity that these four teams have uh, that no one else in college basketball will have this season. 
Unless you and I grew up watching the New Orleans Jazz in the Dome, uh, how different is it from when the Jazz were there? How different is it from the last two Final Fours that, that were played there in terms of the configuration? Yeah, I have not been uh, out there to get a, a close look at the okay. uh, the configuration, and I, I didn't cover the 2012 uh, Final Four here when Kentucky was here, so I, I, mm-hmm. I'm not the the best expert on that. But I do believe they've, they've made adjustments to try and create more of a theater atmosphere and, and to make it feel more intimate uh, than it sometimes feels in a building of this size for a basketball game. Talk about the matchup. Let's talk Villanova and Kansas first. Your thoughts on, again, how these teams match up and who may be victorious on Saturday. Well, I think that's a really good matchup. I think uh, Villanova obviously is going to be hurt by the absence of Justin Moore, their second-leading scorer, who tore his Achilles against Houston on Saturday. Uh, you know, these these programs are very similar, I think, in that they they are always a threat to go to the Final Four, rarely fall short of the Sweet 16 or the Elite Eight, even if they don't go to the Final Four. Very well coached, a lot of tradition. Uh, Kansas, I think, probably has a little more talent up and down the roster. But, boy, Jay Wright's uh, track record here in the NCAA tournament over about the last nine years is remarkable. And so uh, I, I think this game's going to be really tight. I, I would give Kansas a slight advantage just because of the absence of Justin Moore. Of course, uh, the one that a lot of eyes will be on will be Duke, North Carolina, uh, and so many great storylines with this particular game. But what are your thoughts about about the matchup and uh, who ultimately maybe come out on top? Yeah, I think that's going to be a really fun game. I watched uh, a lot of the, the meeting they had a few weeks ago in Durham, um, the, the, what we thought would be the last meeting between uh, Duke and North Carolina under Krzyzewski and, and Carolina beat uh, Duke pretty good in that game uh, on the road, and uh, Duke did, did not look like a very good team. North Carolina was just coming around after looking uh, not very good in the middle of the season, and both of those teams have taken off here uh, of late, and uh, I think it, it shapes up to be a really uh, outstanding matchup. Again, I think this will be a game that will go down on the wire. I think it will probably be higher mm-hmm. scoring than the first game, uh, but, boy, I, I would not pick against Duke and Krzyzewski in this situation. I'd have to say we, we've been really blessed um, in, in terms of um, Final Fours here in New Orleans in terms of the matchups. For each one, again, going back to, what, 1982 with, you know, Michael Jordan, North Carolina to, to today, uh, the city's been really blessed. Yeah, we really have. I mean, there's there's been, you know, something – pretty remarkable in every one of these. That was one of the most uh, memorable endings for an NCAA game when Jordan hit the shot to beat Georgetown. Uh, but one of the significant things about that was that I, I think that was the, the final four that proved to the NCAA that the event could be bigger and better in the stadiums rather than uh, basketball arenas. And it really took the NCAA tournament and the final four, especially uh, into a whole new era with the uh, the crowds that turned out and with the the quality of the experience inside of a, a just a mammoth building and then the the, the ending 
with Jordan hitting that shot, as a lot of people say, Michael Jordan became Michael Jordan uh, that night. Certainly was memorable. Uh, the, the similarity in 1987 when Keith Smart hit the jumper for Indiana to beat Syracuse. Uh, of course, that was memorable also. And then you had the Chris Weber uh, uh, brain freeze when he tried to call a timeout that Michigan did not have uh, in the loss to North Carolina. And then uh, in in 2012, it probably not an iconic moment in that game compared to some of the others, but uh, Kentucky winning the national championship uh, with uh, everybody's favorite former Pelican leading the way and Anthony yeah. Davis. Well, I tell you what, you're really good at these segues, aren't you? Let's switch from from the uh, <laughs> from the Final Four to the New Orleans Pelicans. Pels went with a win over Portland last night. A little bit of a struggle, but they got it done. Uh, again, they're, they're uh, one and a half games in front of the Lakers. Lakers take on on Utah tonight. It looks as though again they're sitting both Anthony Davis and LeBron James uh, for really one last stand uh, to try to get into the playoffs uh, against. Um, against the uh, the Pels on Friday. Uh, just your your thoughts on, on first of all, on, on, again, the Lakers and where they're at and, and, and the possibility of those two guys coming back off of injury just to play the Pels. Boy, boy how, how things have changed, huh? Yeah, the, uh, the expectation is, is that Davis is going to play tomorrow night against the Pelicans. He hadn't played since, I believe, Valentine's Day because of the foot injury. They sent LeBron James home uh, from the road trip early so he could rehab the ankle that he hurt against the Pelicans on Sunday night to try and get him ready. So uh, it looks like Davis is definitely going to play. I think their expectation is that James will be ready. That's certainly what they were gunning for when they sent him home. So, uh, yeah, this is kind of a last stand for the Lakers, at least in regards to the Pelicans. You know, they only have uh, three home games left, and they've been a bad road team over the course of the season. They've struggled of late. They're going to lose a tiebreaker to the Pelicans if that comes into play. I believe they lose the tiebreaker to the Spurs if that comes into play. So th- this is circling the wagons for a last stand for the Lakers. And the other way of looking at, at that is I think the Pelicans could essentially deliver a knockout blow at least in regards to the Lakers, if they can win tomorrow night. I'm assuming the Lakers are going to lose tonight at Utah. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just so surprising. Again, look, AD's been out with a mild foot sprain for forever. LBJ hurts his, his, his ankle the other night. And, of course, that came off, what, I think seven days of rest that they had preparing for the Pels. Of course, they got down early, what, 12 nothing. Then, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll lose down by 20 in the ha- at half. It's down as much as 23. And then they roared back in the second half to be able to take that game and took it in, in a handily fashion. But it's just interesting that, again, this is L.A.'s kind of last push. If they, don't, if they don't beat the Pels on Friday, then they probably, again, are, are in a situation where they're on the outside looking in on, on the play-in game, which, again, reverts that number one pick to the Pels, which is, again, a double bonanza for the Pelicans. Yeah, and things are shaping up pretty well for the Pelicans to try and pull off that, that uh, daily double there. Uh, if the Lakers finish in the top ten picks, that number one pick will go to the Pelicans. And uh, finishing in the lottery doesn't guarantee a top ten pick for the Lakers, but the way the standings are right now, if they finish behind both the Pelicans and the Spurs, they are very likely going to be in the top ten. So if the Pelicans have two things to gain, 
by getting into the play-in and, and shutting the Lakers out of the play-in, and that's to get that, that high number one pick in addition to extending their season. And, uh, you know, the Spurs get two games at home against the Blazers on Friday and Sunday. And I think that puts San Antonio in a good position to, to put up a couple of wins. And uh, that wouldn't necessarily be unnerving to the Pelicans at this point, but it sure would be to the Lakers, yes. especially if the uh, Pelicans can take care of business tomorrow night. When you went media day, and when this season started, what, almost, uh, what, 70-something games uh, ago, could you envision this turnaround? I mean, you know, especially after the one and twelve start to three and sixteen, uh, to again to to now in the ninth seed spot, really almost solidified it with a, with a game and a half, uh, with what six games left. Could you have seen this this quick of a turnaround? Well, on on media day, I might have seen it because the Pelicans told us Zion Williamson was <laughs> ready for opening day. Yeah, <laughs> but given what we've learned since then, I mean, in fact, that he has not uh, even practiced the whole year, let alone played. Then the one and twelve, the three and sixteen start. No, I don't think anybody could have envisioned them envisioned them getting to the point that they're at now. But uh, you know, it took a while for uh, Willie Green and this group of players to kind of get a feel for one another early in the season, and then of course the the trade that brought in C.J. McCollum w- was just a, a real difference maker, and that the team has been so much better. Uh, since he's arrived, and on top of that, I think you'd have to say that over the last six or eight weeks, Brandon Ingram has played at a much higher level than he did for much of the season prior to that. So a lot of mm-hmm. factors came together uh, over the last several weeks, even though Williamson has not been able to play. And so the, the turnaround has been remarkable. And uh, no, I don't think anybody would have seen this when, when this team was 3-16. and 16. Les East, award-winning journalist from CrestedSports.com, Saturday Down South. Uh, Les, I had, I had our colleague um, uh, Jude Young on the TV show today, and one of the things we talked about was Pels, obviously, and Zion. He believes Zion will be back by the play-in game, and, and again, he's going to come in and maybe, again, a, a backup role. Uh, I've talked about it on this program that, you know, again, as long as it's not messing the chemistry up and, and, the, and the team wants it, right, the team wants him on the floor. Uh, I'm not worried about what his, what, his, what his camp wants, what his parents want. Uh, with the doctors clear him, and, and again, the team would like him on the floor, uh, even in, 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 a, in, a, in a subordinate role. You know, let him come in. Let him play 10, 10 15 minutes, whatever it's got to be. It's really not going to hurt you. Um, uh, but do you think that he might be available, you know, as we go down the stretch here, six games left, maybe a couple games before the, the, the play-in and then the play-in game? Well, I, I don't know what to say about that at this point because we've been misled so many times and on so many occasions the, the expectation has had to be moved because of setbacks. It looks like he has come a long way in the last several weeks and might be getting close. We, we've seen him the last couple of times I've been at practice. We've seen him working on the side afterwards, and his movements look good on the foot. And so it wouldn't be shocking to me if he were cleared to play at some point. But we have six games left in the regular season. The regular season ends a week from Sunday. He has not practiced, as far as we know, he has not taken part in any sort of five-on-five work up to this point. So I I have my doubts as to whether he would be available uh, prior to any play-in games. As far as bringing him in, 
you know, I think he hit on the key. If the, if the team wants him to be a part of this and they work him in uh, to some degree, I, I think I could see that happening under those circumstances. But they have a good thing going now without him, and he demands the ball so yep. much because yep. of his skill, it would just disrupt the flow that they've been in recently. So I, I'm not all that eager to rush him into the lineup. We'll, we'll see how they feel if, in fact, He's cleared medically. You you cover the Tigers setting down south. I have been so impressed with Brian Kelly in, again, his um, his transformation of the program, kind of like from the ground up, and really putting the onus on the players to police themselves with these SWAT units. Uh, again, uh, you know, again, making sure, again, that they're, you know, they're hitting their key cards. You know, again, really uh, at this point, opening up uh, the uh, you know every position to everyone on the team. There are no starters. You got to go earn that position. Uh, I think it's the way. Again, when you tear a program down and you build it back up, that culture you have to do it. And I've been impressed. You've been a closer than it than I have. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I think he was a good hire. He obviously has an outstanding track record, not just at Notre Dame, but certainly at, at the highest level at Notre Dame and, and before that at, at Cincinnati and Central Michigan and even Grand Valley State, I guess, starting out. And, uh, I mean, that's the smart thing for him to do coming in. He, You know, the, he is rebuilding this pretty much from the ground up. And, you know, he has to figure out who he can count on. There's been a tremendous amount of turnover within that program on the roster over the last couple of years. And so he's got to figure out who he can count on. And and the players do have to be held accountable. And there have been an awful lot of disciplinary actions against players over the last couple of years, uh, many of which are required by university policy, not because Ed Orgeron was over was a, a huge disciplinarian. It was out of his hands, and it was the behavior of the players that required it. So, you know, he understands these players are responsible for how they behave. They have to be responsible for each other, and he's counting on them to doing to do that, and he's sending the message to them that they have to do that if they want to be a part of the program. I think he's done a good job of using the transfer portal. I think he's put together a good coaching staff, and uh, I think up to this point, you'd have to give him high marks for how he has approached this rebuilding job. Now, all that goes out the window if they lose to Florida State <laughs> on Labor Day weekend. People right. will get restless right away, but I, I think to this point, uh, I would give him high marks for, for everything he's done. You know, I think if you're an LSU fan, you know, I mean, again, with the exception of what Mulkey was able to do with, with the basketball program, and, of course, she's AP Coach of the Year, uh, got that award today. I think you got to have a little patience. you got to have patience with Jay Johnson's baseball team. Uh, you're going to have to have patience again when Matt McMahon takes over this men's basketball team. And I think you got to have patience with, with Brian Kelly uh, in, in terms of the football team. Look, right now, the way he's got this thing set up, those that are walking away for the tra- to the transfer portal now, again, that just tells me that, again, you can't compete. Either you look, you're looking at the landscape of the guys in front of you, you feel like, I, I can't beat those guys out, or you're just not willing to compete. I mean, when, when they lay it out for you and say, look, nobody has a starting position and everybody has the equal opportunity 
be able to get that position and get that playing time. To me, as an athlete, as a competitor, that's all you need to know. So from 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 that standpoint, if I'm a, you know as if I take off if I if I pull the microphone off and put my LSU fan hat on, I, I got to be patient with the programs because this is a changeover when you start talking about regime as as well as coaches and and culture. Yeah, and I think you you have to set that tone at the beginning because you have you need to attract the type of players who aren't going to shy away from competition, who aren't going to turn around and run away the first time they get beat out or don't get as much playing time as they want. If you're that fragile as a competitor, then you need to be going somewhere else because LSU is trying to compete at the very highest level of college football. So you have to embrace the, the competition that you're going to have at LSU to try and earn a spot. And if you're not willing to do that, uh, then it's time to move on. And I think he's sending a message that if you're mm-hmm. coming here, you're going to face a lot of competition. And if you're up to it, you can succeed and you can help us build what we want to build. And I'll say another thing. Uh, thing about the other programs, you know, uh, I've seen so much hand-wringing and and, uh, pearl-clutching on social media about the baseball program. They're 3-3 and in the SEC, okay? Let's not, you know, let's not start comparing this guy to Smoke Loval. They're 3-3 and in the SEC. They have 24 games left. They are as likely to be in Omaha today as they were two months ago. Chill, people. Yeah, no doubt. Great advice, Jill. Um, Saints lost some lost some really big um, uh, leaders in, in the locker room. Obviously, they lose their head coach, which was the main leader. But they're losing Armstead, losing Jenkins now. There's a void there. You're in you, again. It's, you haven't been in the locker room because of of COVID, but you're as close to it as you can get. Um, Who's the next next uh, set of leaders that are coming in? We know still that Cam Jordan's there. Obviously, uh, you got Winston that's going to take a leadership role as a quarterback. But as that that, that leadership ba- uh, uh, baton is passed on, it's starting to be passed on now. Who are those emerging leaders for the Saints? Well, I mean, I think uh, from the time that Drew Brees retired, Demario Davis became the team leader. Uh, and, and Cam Jordan is uh, uh, probably his number one lieutenant. Malcolm Jenkins was certainly uh, in that inner circle as well. Uh, yeah, Jameis Winston's going to be an even bigger part of that moving forward, I think. Uh, you know, losing Teron Armstead, the, the natural leader on the offensive line would be Ryan Ramchek, although he's not a real vocal person. He's a, right. he's a very quiet person, so he may lead in a different way than Armstead, but I think he will be a leader in that room. I, I think that this is an opportunity. I don't know if he'll take advantage of it, but it's an opportunity for Mike Thomas to take on more of a leadership role. Uh, Alvin Kamara, if he's able to put his legal troubles behind him, uh, he has been a leader in the past. I think he can take on a bigger role in that regard. I, you know, speaking of guys who lead by example more so than being vocal, I think David Anyamata is one of those people. I think mm-hmm. the way he goes about his business has been very significant. The same is true as of Marshawn Lattimore. So I think there are a lot of guys there who uh, can become leaders or take on bigger roles as leaders. But, uh, you know, I think that transition already began last year with when Breeze yes. left and, and Davis and Jenkins and Armstead and Jordan were the guys. Now, now they have to replace two more of those guys moving forward. 
You like Andy Dalton as the backup? Yeah, I think that's a good move. I mean, he replaces Trevor Simeon. You know, Taysom Hill is going to go back to more of the uh, Swiss Army knife role, maybe focusing more on tight end, uh, but still being used in multiple ways. I think that that's a, uh, that can be an effective move. I don't think um, they're ready for Ian Book to be their their primary backup if you know something were to happen to Winston where he was going to miss a significant period of time you want a veteran who can come in and help you win games and I think Andy Dalton uh, for the most part I think Trevor Simeon did a good job last year exceeded uh, expectations but I think Andy Dalton is clearly a better option if they're forced into that situation again next season. All right, I'm, I'm one of those ones, uh, even behind the mic, that's a little bit impatient with, with uh, free agency. And I understand they're methodical and they're waiting for the market to kind of set itself. They're not going to overpay for a player. And there are players out there, good players right now, that maybe think that their market is higher than, it, than, than, than really what, the, what, what it is. Um, what are your thoughts on, on what they've done so far in free agency? And to me, you've got to be able for Winston to be successful it's a little different than Breeze. Breeze was a guy that, again, uh, elevated, lifted all boats. So you could take a guy that was an undrafted free agent or a late-round pick. If they could catch and they could run precise routes, he could make it work. I think that Jameis needs dynamic players around him to be successful. He needs weapons, real weapons. And based on what we saw last year, that, that again, there are not a lot of them, especially with Kamara possibly being out, but again, because of the, um, uh, the off-the-field incident. And you got Michael Thomas that's got to, got to knock two years off of rust. Uh, 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 so, again, I'm a little bit impatient in, ter- in terms of, uh, of, of getting, again, quality uh, weapons for, for, for Jameis Winston. What would you say to me and others that, that again, that are feeling a little bit um, uh, impatient? Well, I, I certainly understand that because, as you point out, there's work that needs to be done there. I, I do think that bringing Traquan Smith back helps a little bit. Uh, I still think they need a number two receiver. I think Traquan's more of a number three. We did see last year that um, Deontay, I, I believe it's Hardy now, is, yeah, is yes. the name he's going by. He mm-hmm. seemed to click extremely well with, with uh, Jameis Winston because of his ability to get open deep because of his speed. So I think there's potentially a lot of upside there because – uh, his talents and Winston's talents mesh, but they, they need a really good receiver, whether it be through free agency, a trade, or the draft. So, yeah, there's definitely work to be done there. I understand the impatience, but there's a, a lot of receivers uh, in the NFL who are available who could still come in and help, and certainly that's mm-hmm. going to be one of their priorities in the draft. So I, I think yes. that's definitely going to be addressed. We'll see how well they address it, but that is uh, uh, they need more playmakers on offense. We've been saying this for about three years now, and yeah. they still haven't really addressed it in a significant manner. I don't know how much they're going to be able to do it in the time that's left in the off season. but there's going to be some movement on in free agency, especially at the wide receiver position. Final question for you, my friend. You see Ryan Ramchek moving to the moving to the left side, and then them filling in with the right side. Whether it be uh, again, uh, uh, you know, uh, an existing player on the roster, or, or again they're going to draft a player. Uh, do you see Hurst as the left tackle, and and Ramchek staying at right? How do you think they're going to play that? 
Well, I, th- I think that is something that, that no one can answer at this point. I think their preference would be to leave Ramchek on the right side. I think they also believe that they could wait until training camp to make that move of bringing him to the left side if that turns out to be the best way to do it. So they're not in a hurry to do that. They want to explore their options for bringing in another tackle. You know, they, they have James Hurst and they have Landon Young as, as potential, and Ethan Greenidge, I guess, as yes. candidates on the roster. I think they want to upgrade that, whether it be in the draft or in free agency. So I, I think they're keeping all their options open. They know they can always turn the Ram check in July if they need to. But I think for the, for the time being, they, they want to see if they can fill that spot uh, from within or from without. I, I don't think they're going to get a top-flight tackle in free agency because they don't have the money to do it, and right. I don't think they're going to get somebody who's ready to start as a rookie at pick number 18. So we'll see where they're at in July. But I think right now uh, they're going to explore their options, and, and that'll be sort of the ace up the sleeve with Ramchek on the left tackle if they need to do that. Always appreciate your time, especially today on a busy, busy day for you. Uh, tell the folks about how they can follow you on social media, what you got coming up for us at CrestleySports.com, Saturday Down South. And please don't forget to plug your book, which is a great, great read as well. Well, thanks, Eric. Uh, lots of Final Four stuff coming up uh, on CrescentCitySports.com as well as Saturday Down South. Uh, dot com. Certainly, it'll be. Um, I, I just filed a Pelican story uh, about the Lakers game uh, earlier this week, and there'll be a lot more Pelicans during this stretch run uh, here as a playing opportunity. Hopefully, presents itself. Uh, folks can uh, follow me on Facebook and on Twitter at less underscore East. And the book is called Donkeys, Elephants, and Giraffes, and you can find it online at all the major platforms. Thank you, my friend. Have a great weekend. We'll be talking soon. Thanks, Eric. Let's East, again, award-winning journalist from CrestleySports.com, Saturday Down South. And, of course, uh, his book is a great read as well. Uh, you got to check that out. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a new system, hey, let Burkhardt give you a price. You know, what's it going to hurt? You're going to get multiple prices anyway. You should, right? Again, you're just not going to just take the first guy that walks through the door. But what you should do is, again, do your research. And the service after the sale, again, not cheating you, not gouging you. Again, they're going to take a look at, again, the reviews that Burkhardt has everywhere. Uh, and, again, they, they all come back to one thing, honesty, reliability, using the latest equipment to be able to measure your home and your business to make sure you got the right load in terms of, again, cooling your home in the summer, heating it during the winter. And then, again, authorize itself some of the top brands in the industry. Ask about their 25% energy reduction guarantee. That's right. Uh, again, you're getting money back on, 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 on your power every single month on, on, on the new system that's being put in. And, of course, more than anything else, trustworthy. Fifteen trucks in the field. 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. That's service extraordinaire. And then, of course, a family-owned and operated business that, again, the Burkhardt name means something to them. Again, uh, it's uh, truly a Burkhardt family uh, um, uh, business where, again, John Burkhardt, the, the father, still out in the, in the field. His sons, Jason and Josh, in one of those 15 trucks in the field. His wife, Kathy, again, and, and other family members back at the office in Mandeville. You want a company you can trust with your AC system? It's Burkhardt. ACpromise.com. ACpromise.com. 
Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgaters Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgaters Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by the maker of NextGuard of Foxaloner. NextGuard of Foxaloner is monthly flea and tick protection that's number one vet recommended and number one dog preferred. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Ask your vet or visit NextGuardForDogs.com to learn more. Delays remain heavy on 10 eastbound from the Bonnet Carey Spillway to the airport. Delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from Bonneville to the high rise. Look out for delays that are solid on 10 westbound from Elysian Fields to the airport. In the meantime, delays are heavy on the 610 on the westbound side from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. And on the eastbound side, delays are solid from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. Look out for delays steady if you're traveling along the eastbound side of the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway from Stump Boulevard to the Claiborne Earhart exit. Also look out for delays that are solid if you're traveling along the westbound side along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. And delays pick back up on the westbound side of the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. Look out for delays on the 310 going southbound from just before St. Rose to the Luling Hornville exit. And if you're traveling on the 310 going northbound, look out for delays that are heavy from St. Rose to I-10. And look out for accidents. North Galvez at Painters, also Elysian Fields at North Claiborne, St. Claude at Mazat, and also look out for Fender Bender Reed at Chef. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. All right, folks, don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972 by the Piazza family. If you're looking for a set of tires or wheels, wheels and tires up to 30 inches, financing is available, and it's the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, something that will fit everyone's budget. Also, if your vehicle's out of warranty and you're looking for a mechanic shop you can trust, there's a reason why the Piazza family's had Southern Tire since 1972, taking care of their customers. Uh, again, you've got ASC certified technicians, same as the dealership. you got, again, the, the same diagnostic equipment that you get at the dealership, you get at Southern Tire. And I will say right now, even more diagnostic equipment uh, than you get at the dealership. And then, of course, you got the Piazza uh, family standing behind everything, again, that they do, whether it's a new set of tires or wheels, whether it's repair of the tire, or going to repair your vehicle. Again, uh, Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline, and Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Go to southerntire.com and check out all the service they provide for their customers. Don't forget about that diagnostic page where you can troubleshoot anything that's going on with your vehicle. And, of course, it's owned by the Piazza family since 1972. It's Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. 
This is Eric Asher. Have you noticed that it's more and more common these days that products are hard to find or even sold out? Well, I'm here to tell you that air conditioning equipment doesn't have to be one of those things. The folks at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating take your comfort seriously. That means they keep the product on hand so when your AC breaks, they got a replacement ready. So never wait. Never worry. When you need help, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors. About bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. The YMCA is just a starting line. For the true self blooms only when we find our purpose, what makes us tick below the surface. My why is diversity and unity, a safe space in my community, living with sincerity, giving every day my everything. With my why, I stand strong, seen and supported all along. It's a million faces in a mirror and everyone belongs. Find your why. Learn more at ymca.org for a better us. Celebrate the start of your day the local way with New Orleans Roast Coffee. We've got a brand new look with the same great premium taste. Try our chocolate beignet blend with flavors of rich chocolate and classic New Orleans beignets. Pick up some today at your local grocer. New Orleans Roast Coffee, a true taste of New Orleans. All right, folks, don't forget about Mambo's 411 Bourbon Street, three floors of what uh, is the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Uh, again, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. you got magnificent cocktails. Uh, you can dine in an authentic French Quarter courtyard, beautiful picture windows that overlook uh, Bourbon Street on, on the first floor. And then, of course, second floor is a Bourbon Street balcony. Well, again, a bar right there, plenty of seating. You go to the third floor, it is, again, Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. You've never seen the sight lines from Bourbon Street like you get over at Mambo's. Uh, perfect night out with friends, romantic getaway, maybe your next event, maybe trying to close that deal. Uh, again, our delicious meal with family. Again, uh, open seven days a week for lunch and dinner. You can check them out at MamboNola.com. And of course, when you finish at Mambo's, why don't you go right next door to the Hideout Bar, where again, it's got live music every single night, uh, great cocktails, uh, also uh, a menu for you as well. Make it a night out at Mambo's and also the Hideout Bar, 411 Bourbon Street, in, in the French Quarter. All right. Uh, I want to thank Lessie's for joining us on the program. A little bit long, but, man, Lessie's just so good. Uh, I wanted to go ahead and get, get through some, a few questions with him. Um, a lot of talk about Tyron Matthew over the last 24 hours. Of course, he threw the ball, the first pitch out at the baseball game the other night. He met, he met, went, uh, met with uh, Brian Kelly and then uh, spoke in front of the football team. Uh, it was Jacques Doucet that had him on a one-on-one interview uh, up, I think it's Channel 2 up in Baton Rouge, where he asked the question about him coming to the New Orleans Saints. And again, uh, Honey Badger talked about again that he would love to represent the, the state of Louisiana as a New Orleans Saint. I'd love to see him as a Saint. And not just because he's an LSU player, but because he's a playmaker. And, uh, you know, it'd be interesting again where they would play. I would say free safety. And, and then you move maybe May to the strong safety position and you leave Gardner Johnson right where he is as one, as one of the best um, nickel corners in, in the NFL. I think that, that the Honey Badger has the range, and if you let him play, again, that free safety role, uh, that, again, that gives him an opportunity to roam a bit. And, and, of course, we know, again, look, he is a guy that finds the football. But I'm going to tell you right now, 
Saints have $21.2 million left to be able to spend. Now, they don't have to spend it all. Some of that money can roll over into next year, and they may have to do that. Remember, I said, look, it's two years from now when the NFL contract kicks in with the TV that really we're going to see an explosion of, of, of the salary cap. So they're, they're going to be probably in salary cap uh, a purgatory for at least another, another season. But $21.2 million right now, fifth highest. It's going to have to be a situation where the Honey Badger wants to come home where, again, he made $14 million last year, and he's willing to take maybe, an, uh, again, a little bit of a pay cut and maybe an incentive-laden deal based on his performance. Now, the question is, is he willing to do that? He's 29 years old. As we get a little bit deeper into free agency, you're going to see a situation where, again, a team is going to be willing maybe to pay him a little bit more. But to me, uh, he is a guy that if he came in, he elevates this defense, which I think is already a, a defense that is Super Bowl caliber. Now, look, I still want to see P.J. Williams back with this team. I still think Quan Alexander, uh, again, if you can still get him on a one- or two-year deal, works because you still need a linebackers based on, again, what we've seen with you know injuries at that position, even with a Pete Werner who's coming on. And look, if Pete Werner beats him out, he beats him out. But there's still going to be a place on that, on that field for Quan, for Quan Alexander if ultimately he comes back. Offensively is what we all know. Again, weapons is what, is what they're, they're going to be looking for. So, again, hopefully, again, we'll see within the next couple of weeks and then into the draft where, again, they're going to really, again, go for this offense and really try to rebuild this offense because the defense is there. Uh, as far as the Pelicans go, man, I'll tell you what. Big win last night. Yes, it was a nail-biter. It shouldn't have been that close, but it's hard. C.J. McCollum, again, went back to, to, to Portland. They uh, had all the, uh, you know, uh, the pop and circumstance for his, his, uh, his, his uh, time back. Uh, you had, obviously, Larry Nance coming back to uh, – and Tony Snell going back to Portland. And then you had a young Portland team with a lot of young players that were willing to prove, again, they belong in the NBA. Took some time, but ultimately the Pelicans, again, did what they needed to do, which, again, was take care of business. This is a big weekend. Again, uh, you know, you start talking about uh, where, where the Pels are. Again, the possibility of, and well, there's really no possibility. Uh, they're, they're, if it's possible, uh, and they, they can walk, they're playing. Anthony Davis and LeBron James look like they're trying to go on Friday night. So you got uh, Lakers and Clippers back to back, then Portland. Uh, I'm sorry, then San- Sacramento, then Portland, and then the last two games of the season. I got to believe uh, again that Memphis and, and, and Golden State are going to be resting their um, their players uh, leading into the playoffs. So. You know the Pel- the Pels have a chance here to be able to get a little run going before before they um, uh, they get they get into the play-in game. Now they're one and a half games out o- over the Lakers right now. They're two games over the Spurs with six games left. We'll see how that kind of plays out going forward. Uh, but I like the way this team is playing right now. I really do. I mean. I- uh, the, 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 the triumphant of, of rookies with Jones and Murphy and Alvarado have played really well. I, lo- I told you guys about Larry Nance. When Nance came in, with, with the difference he was going to make, and he has, uh, going along with, again, with B.I., uh, C.J., and, and, of course, Valanchunas, uh, this, this is a well-oiled machine right now. They, they, they are playing really good basketball together. You know, I didn't even bring up Najee Marshall or, you know, again, some of the other guys that are playing well, but uh, I like the Pelicans' chances. And I'm going to tell you right now, they can keep this little run going and get a little bit, a little, little confidence going into into this playing game. Uh, it's not out of the realm of possibility, especially playing that first game at home, that they don't get into the playoffs. And to me, that would be the cherry on top of the ice cream for the Pelicans this year because nobody expected them to be in the playoffs, get into a, a series, uh, even, even if it's against Phoenix, 
And, uh, and again, just get that experience so that they're building for next year uh, with, again, hopefully a healthy team and have an opportunity to be able to, uh, again, uh, maybe take it to the next level, uh, you know, especially if, if Zion is going to come back and he's gonna, he is going to, again, assert himself into this culture. We'll see how it plays out. But exciting times right now. And, of course, the Final Four this weekend, uh, just great, 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 great thing for New Orleans. And it turned out to be, again, a Blue Blood Final Four. Uh, and I'm looking forward to some great games. All right, folks, I'm going to get ready to wrap it up here. Again, remember, tomorrow we are preempted by UNO Baseball. So, again, don't forget about reaching for a William Grant product uh, as you head out to your favorite spirit store, your favorite watering hole, or, again, your favorite bar. And, again, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. You need help with your AC system. Uh, You give them a call. They'll be out there quick doing only the work that's necessary. Today's program has been brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant and the Hideout Bar. All are open, all are open late for those of you that are coming in town in the French Quarter and out in Metairie. So get out there and enjoy a great meal or cocktails at one of the Oceana family of restaurants. We'll be right back. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at MamboNola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Oceana Grill, Bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bears Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. NextGuard of Fox Alonor is the number one vet-recommended flea and tick protection. But vets don't just prescribe NextGuard to their patients. They trust it to protect their own dogs. And its delicious beef flavor makes it number one with dogs, too. 
Reported adverse reactions include vomiting, lethargy, and diarrhea. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. NextGuard is safe to start at just eight weeks and four pounds. Ask your vet or visit nextguardfordogs.com to learn more. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too. If you feel symptoms, even if they're mild, you should test fast. Test positive and at high risk for severe COVID-19? Then act fast with authorized oral treatments that can be taken at home and must be taken within five days from when symptoms begin. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too by asking your healthcare provider if an oral treatment is right for you. Learn about a treatment option at TreatCV19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. Do you miss football? What about football with no pads? Rugby, a full contact sport involving 15 players on each team. The object of the game is to score more points than the other side. Noah Gold Rugby is your major league rugby team in New Orleans. Noah Gold home games are played on Saturday nights at the Shrine on Airline. There are only four regular season home games left, so get your tickets now at NoahGoldRugby.com for just $15. Free parking, family fun, live bands, and everything else that makes Saturday night the best night of the week. NoahGoldRugby.com. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget the Life, life um, Bottom Line Sports Hour is coming up next uh, with uh, Michael Green. I want to thank uh, our guest today, Ken, uh, of course, um, uh, Kyle Mosley, uh, Gary Smith, and also uh, Les Seas. I want to thank Rudy back at studio. I want to thank all the great sponsors sponsor our program, including our friends at the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Bobby Bear's Cajun Counter Restaurant. All are open late. All are open for you during, the, again, the Final Four. And, of course, I want to thank all the sponsors sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our program. Drew Young joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tonight at 6. And as always, New Orleans, thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. See you Monday straight up 4 o'clock. My name is Eric Asher. From the dog cat to the governor, they all got to go.